Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Deadline deals in the major leagues. We know what the Twins did uh, well before the deadline. Nelson Cruz sent to Tampa Bay. Uh, the big one, Jose Barrios to Toronto. Jay Happ to the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, by the way, Twins and Cards again tonight. Our coverage begins at 5.30. Hansel Robles uh, among the deals, he was sent to the Red Sox. Uh, Byron Buxton stays put. Josh Donaldson stays put. Uh, Buxton could be on the move in the offseason. Uh, right now, Donaldson banged up, was pulled out of the game right before her first pitch last night with a hamstring tightness. To talk about the deadline deals and help us sort it all out beyond the Twins, including the Dodgers, the rich get richer. Scott Miller has covered the major leagues for a long time. Good enough to join us. And, Scott, always a pleasure, and thanks for the time today. Hey, Steve. Yeah, nice to be with you again, as always. And, uh, yeah, just coming off of that deadline day. So we're a little, uh, we're moving in a little slow motion today after the, <laughs> right. after the deadline week passed. Yeah, just amazing. Let's start with Jose Barrios, really one of the big pitching prizes uh, available, and it had been rumored for a while. And ultimately, the the Twins send him to Toronto. And I think Twins fans, a couple of feelings here. Number one, does that mean the Twins are raising the white flag on 2022? And on the flip side, they got a couple of pretty good prospects in return. So, you know, it's one of those half full, half empty. Yeah, it's it's hard to see with uh, them trading Barrios away and Hap uh, and Cruz, but especially Barrios. He's the guy that still was under control for next year. Uh, so it's hard not to see them taking a step back in 2022 uh, while they retool. It's hard not to read it that way. But like you say, yeah, I mean, I think talking to people around baseball, um, you know, over the past couple of days, well, especially since the Barrios trade yesterday, most people think the Twins did very well getting Toronto's uh, numbers two and four prospects. That 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 shortstop outfielder Austin Martin sounds like a uh, a sports car. Sounds like the Twins, are, <laughs> right. you know. Uh, yeah. uh, and and then Simon uh, Woods Richardson, the right-handed pitcher. But you know, we'll see. The Austin Martin, what I'm told on him, you know, pretty good bat. I did talk to a Blue Jays guy yesterday that said. You know, he's not sure if he has any one tool that stands out over another that separates him from anything. Uh, sounds like he, you know, he's not like a, a fantastic shortstop or fantastic center fielder. Uh, doesn't sound like he has necessarily an arm that's going to overpower you, but he does a lot of things well and uh, and can hit. So Twins uh, move – no one was surprised about Nelson Cruz. That came pretty early, goes to the Tampa yeah. Bay Rays. Could certainly help the Rays get to the postseason. And then beyond that, who knows? I, I think Twins fans are a little surprised. I don't know how you feel about it, that there was a market for Jay Happ because he really struggled with the Twins. The Cardinals pick him up. And I think Corey and Danny did a nice job last night explaining, hey, until they get some of their guys back, Hap is one of these guys they hope that gives them some innings, stems the tide, because the Cardinals now want a game over 500 and still not out of it. 
No, they're not. And yeah, Jack Flaherty's been out and Miles Mikolas has been out. And, you know, as you said, uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And and the Cardinals, where they're at, you know, a couple of their young pitchers has, haven't quite worked out. They don't they haven't established trust in them. So with Flaherty and Mikolas out, they're looking for a, a veteran like Hap, you know, a guy that's been around the block a few times and, you know, isn't going to wilt in a big game, isn't going to wilt when the bright lights are on. And so, yeah, stem the tide is exactly right. And, you know, that's the other thing about the trade deadline. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure Twins fans look and they're like, geez, J.A. Happ, what are we going to be able to get from him, if anything? But the thing is, it only takes one trade partner. And what people forget is different teams have different needs at this time of year. And, And within the needs, it's not always just, well, these are the six teams that need pitching it's broken down further than that as we just did with the Cardinals, you know, the, the, of the teams that need pitching, you know, some of them need depth. Some of them need uh, are looking for a number one or two type starter like Toronto was with Barrios, like the Dodgers were with Max Scherzer. Otherwise, you know, there are teams like the Cardinals that are looking for a veteran uh, who can stem the tide, as you said, and, and just eat some innings. So, you know, Hap had more value to St. Louis than maybe he would, some other teams that were looking for pitching and the twins did a nice job and, you know, finding where his value was and placing him uh, for some, you know, prospects in return. I got to bring up the LA Dodgers and they, they go out and they land Max Scherzer. Now <laughs> you, you think as loaded as they were at the start of the season, this just goes to show uh, the Dodgers right now are the big money team in the big leagues. And if it, takes to get them back to the world series and win another title so be it yeah i mean you're right even compared to the yankees and boston red sox uh, and certainly chicago cubs who are stripping down but especially versus say the yankees i mean the dodgers you know are like the old george steinbrenner yankees right now uh you know in terms of the money they're willing to spend and you're right again this is a unique year in that going into the year we everybody talked last winter about all the moves the padres made grabbing you Darvish, Joe Musgrove and Blake Snell on the trade market. And that's what kind of really pushed the Dodgers into trade into signing uh, tr- the free agent, Trevor Bauer. Well, now here we are a few months later, Bauer, I doubt if he's going to be back this year after the, you know, he's embroiled in that, you know, absolutely, you know, appalling and disgusting scenario he's in involving domestic violence and, and, and sexual violence or whatever. But, but the, all of a sudden, you know, he was the big free agent ticket the Dodgers signed. He's probably gone for the year, I'm assuming. A lot of people are assuming, including the Dodgers, and that's why they went and got Scherzer. But I mentioned the Padres. The circumstances have changed. Nobody thought the Giants were going to be doing what they're doing. And the Giants, leading up to the trade deadline, and this was another reason for this Dodgers move to strike for Scherzer and Trey Turner, Steve, leading up to that trade deadline, last 10 days, the Dodgers played the Giants – uh, seven times, and the, and the Giants beat them five out of seven. W- when they started their first game of those seven, the Dodgers trailed the Giants by one game in the West, and at the end of those seven games, Dodgers are three back. So the Dodgers, we're deep enough in the year now where you know they know they've got, they're waging a two-battle front right now with not only the Padres but the Giants, and you know that was, a, that was a statement trade they made. I uh, want to get your thoughts on some other moves. Uh, the Yankees bring in a couple of big bats. They made a splash at the deadline because the Yankees this year, mediocre 
Uh, certainly hasn't been a huge disappointment like the Twins, but nevertheless, uh, the Yankees aren't where they want to be for sure, and and they, they made a couple of big moves. Yeah, I mean, they're chasing Boston and Tampa Bay in the American League East, and in the wild card race, they're even further back. Um, I, I think, among other things, it's a flawed Yankees team. I, I don't like the way this team's constructed. What they did in acquiring Joey Gant, first of all, it was interesting that they're going for it because even being as far back as they are, and Brad Cashman hinted, uh, you know, about a week ago that you know we could go either way right now. We could sell or buy, and then they won a couple games. He decided to buy, and what they've done in acquiring Joey Gallo from Texas and Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs is they balanced their lineup. They were so right-handed heavy. Gallo and Rizzo are both lefty bats, so that's that's going to give them some balance. Uh, and, and everybody always talks and has for years in, in Yankee Stadium, there's that short right field porch, so lefty hitters play well there. But um, the thing is, that that's that that's why they did it, to balance that lineup. Lefty, you add two lefties to all the righties. But they also, where I th- take issue with the Yankees this year is, you know, it's no secret. Their, their strategy is to just outslug everybody because there's a ton of strikeouts in that lineup, just a ton. And Joey Gallo is going to add more strikeouts. Um, so it's it's kind of an all-or-nothing team. They don't run the base as well. They don't catch the ball particularly well. And their pitching isn't going to knock anybody out. They did acquire Andrew Heaney from uh, the Los Angeles Angels, so they're going to add him to their starting pitching inventory. But they, they're one, totally one-dimensional, and – yeah, I don't know. You know, in this day and age, I get it that it's home runs or strikeouts is the big thing. But especially when you get into October, the teams that win in October put the ball in play more often than not. I mean, look at Houston the last couple of years when, when Houston's won. Go back to the Kansas City Royals when they won it all in 2015. Um, you know, you study the World Series winners, they, they don't strike out as much as these Yankees do. So, I, I mean, even if the Yankees somehow get to the playoffs, and, and I think that's problematical. I, I, I don't know that they have enough, even with Gallo and um, even even with Gallo and, and uh, Rizzo to get to the playoffs. But even if they get there, um, I think they're going to strike out too much because that's the other thing in October, Steve. You, you're not facing the other team's four and five starters. I mean, you're facing one good pitcher after another. Scott Miller joining us, covered the major leagues for a long time. Final question, we got about a minute left. Uh, what what team came out best overall at, at the deadline? Wh- which contender is best suited now to really make the most of the deals they made? Um, you know, I, I'd say a couple. I, I mean, the obvious one, I think, is is the Dodgers. I mean, yeah, that, sure, Trey, sure, sure. Trey Turner is so good, aside from Max Scherzer. So I, I think that. But if, if we remove them for a minute, uh, you know, I like what Oakland did, uh, adding outfielder Starling Marte, second baseman Josh Harrison, catcher Jan Gomes, and they added to their bullpen with Andrew Chaffin from the Cubs. Um, San Francisco, I like what they did. And Chris Bryant, I think, really fits that team well. He can play left field. He can move into third base if, right. if the aging Evan Longoria needs a day off. Um, there were a lot of interesting moves. Tampa Bay, you know, adding Nelson Cruz was big, I thought. Um, you know, I, I'd say, you know, there are a few teams that did well. The Mets adding Javi Baez, I think him and Francisco Lindor together are going to be a ton of fun. Problem is the Mets, you know, Jacob deGrom now looks like that arm's worse off than it, it was believed to be. Well, Scott, always good to visit with you. Thanks for the time, as always. 
You too, Steve. Take care, my friend. All right, there he is, Scott Miller, who's covered the major leagues for a long time and once upon a time spent time here in the cities covering the Twins for the Pioneer Press. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.